Hello, welcome to another special edition of LFC Reactions. Um, we've just received some unfortunate breaking news. Obviously, if you've watched the Merseyside derby game yesterday, um, you'd have noticed um, a major incident between Jordan Pickford and Virgil van Dijk. And in this instance... Van Dyke has come off worse off. Typically, when you watch Van Dyke in collisions, he's always the stronger man every time, every single time. But this is the one time where... The one time where he comes off unfortunate because Pickford decides a reckless tackle is what is needed. For the sake of being an idiot. And it's now been confirmed that Virgil van Dijk has ruptured his ACL. And he will now require surgery. Which means it's very likely that he will be out for the rest of the season. So first of all, my thoughts are with Virgil van Dijk. Get well soon. Come back better. Come back stronger. Smash your rehab pro your smash your rehab your rehab program. Um if you can even come back ahead of schedule. Cause they're saying likely to miss the end of the season. If he if some by miraculous way of God he comes back maybe February February um it's it's very unlikely, I know. October, November, December, January, February is five months. If you can come back by February, it's a it's a it's a it's it's a is <laughs> it is it what's it what do you call it? I'm I'm even lost for words. I'm clutching at straws, yeah, that's the phrase maybe I wanna use. I'm clutching at straws. But um yeah, if he can come back by February, and if he if he smashes his rehab program, then who knows, he might still have a significant part to play in the season. What does this mean for Liverpool moving forward? Well, at the minute, prior to the season, last season we had Dejan Lovren, Joe Matip, Joe Gomez, and Virgil Van Dijk. Van Dijk played every single league campaign last year. And the other three centre-backs were missing quite frequently. So what does this mean this time? It means we have to rely on Joe Matip and Joe Gomez. They are only two natural centre-backs. And they are both noticeably injury-prone. Both noticeably injury-prone. Um, and also you've got a makeshift centre-back in Fabinho. Where even though he's naturally plays DM, um, what does this mean for? What does this mean? Squad depth, centre back wise, is worrying. We are in a crisis. We are in serious, serious crisis, because you cannot tell me Matip and Gomez can play thirty games this season without any injury. It's impossible. That's just not going to happen. If I was Klopp. 
The first thing I'll do is get Fabinho on the phone and tell him, for the good of the team, I'm going to have to play you centre-back until Van Dijk is ready to play football again. Or until the January transfer window. That will be my, the first thing. Because Fabinho now has to accept he can't play in midfield anymore. Because we just don't have that depth. Not until the January transfer window anyway. Um, secondly, second choice centre-back. Well, it's looking like... Um, it's looking like... Matip will probably be second choice centre back. Matip will probably be second um, second choice centre back. Um, wow, West Ham just scored. Sorry, I got distracted a little bit. Um, <laughs> anyway, back to breaking news with the Van Dyke issue. I'm very very concerned. As you can see, Liverpool have been leaking two free goals. Have been leaking two, three goals a game. Um, and with Van Dyke gone, with Alisson gone, that's our spine. The spine. The what keeps the goals from leaking gone. It's already a problem not having. It was already a problem not having um, Alisson. But now no Alisson and Van Dyke. What does this mean? Defensively, there's no leaders. So I am worried. I am very, very worried. Conceding 2-3 is going to be a recurring theme. It's going to be a recurring theme. So Liverpool fans, get used to it. Get used to this. Um, secondly, um, the, other, the third option is promotion of Rhys Williams from the academy. He played in two Carabao Cup games. He was he was meant he was playing alongside Van Dyke, yes. But he looks very promising and as a prospect, there's no greater time to step up than now. And I'm sure Jurgen Klopp will be on the phone to Reese Williams saying, Listen, we're down centre back depth wise, but if there's a worst case scenario where Matip and Gomez are injured, we may need you centre back. Are you ready? Of course, he'll take it. This boy, this boy at the start of 2020 was playing non-league football. And he might make the step up to actual Premier League football this year. I'm sure you'll see that name on the bench. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I am certain of that. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's it really. Um it's sad. I'm I'm very worried because now it no Al means Adrian who is going to be commander of a centre backs. This is not good. It's not good news. It's not good news at all. It's going to make the title defence as well that much harder. But at the same time, maybe the one slight advantageous position we have is this season the Premier League is unpredictable. Like unpredictable because we're playing in unprecedented times. No one is playing with fans around the stadium. No one's playing with fans around the stadium. So essentially, there is no thing as homegrown advantage. So last season you needed 80 something points to win the league. The way the Premier League is behaving this season, I believe 
I believe 75 points will win you the league. I'll be very surprised if you need 80 to win the league. As you can, as I just mentioned when I got a little bit distracted, Tottenham were 3-0 up just now. They conceded a free goal lead at home to West Ham. With fans, if there was fans in the stadium, does that happen? Of course not. It doesn't happen. The elimination of fans makes everything an even playing field. Last season, you were seeing mid-table teams get stronger. This season, you're going to see even... It's going to be even more crazier than the last. You're going to see what happened in 15-16, but on steroids. That's my prediction this season. And also, you've got to juggle that playing Thursday-Sunday football. Constantly Thursday-Sunday football. Um... Your well, the Europa League teams and also the Champions League teams, top four, etc. Um, yeah, so crazy, cr- crazy circumstances. Um, it's going to hurt not seeing Van Dyke at the back because what does he have? What does he offer? Everything he offers leadership, he offers composure, he offers calmness with set pieces. When you see him defend, when you see him on the high line, on the high, when you see him in the high line. Defending set pieces, he's the one at the forefront telling everybody, hold your line, hold your line. We're going to miss that. We're going to miss winning them aerial duels very easily. Now, aerial duels might be a 50-50 thing, whereas before it was an 80-20 thing. So, that's what we that's what we got. Um, that's what we got on the horizon to challenge us. Um, so, yeah, it sucks. And... Man City last year, they lost Laporte and you saw how their season turned out to be. And they had to sacrifice Fernandinho playing centre-back. This time, it's Liverpool's turn. We lose Virgil van Dijk. Fabinho will be the one playing centre-back. And yeah, that is the unfortunate news. That is the unfortunate news. Um, But let's see. Let's see how Liverpool are built psychologically now because... Injuries happening thick and fast. Covid tests, mentally can be taxing. It can be taxing, but it can mentally make you stronger and make Robertson, make Trent Alexander Arnold, make Joe Matip, force them to be leaders in unison. So it will be testing times for a backline. But let's see what they can do. So all right, guys, that was me keeping it short and sweet. Thank you for listening to this special edition of LFC Reactions. Um, I'll be sure to do a match reaction on Wednesday when Liverpool play Ajax in the Champions League. So that'll be interesting to see how that one goes. So thank you guys for listening. Like, share, subscribe and tune in next time.